great. Well, welcome to the Shore Report. We're joined with Travis and Brian from 98 Beach. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you. You guys should do your taglines and say your names with 98 The Beach because you guys will do it more justice than I just did. Hi, I'm Travis Jackson with 98 The Beach. And this is Longie and Jackson with Morning Action. (laughs) That's right. And life is better on the beach. (laughs) Oh, very good. Thank you. That's what I I was looking for. And of course, I'm Jessica Linthorne. And I'm Jay Posner. Perfect. Um, So thanks for joining us on the show. Jay and I have uh, been a little bit curious as we started the podcast and and we're picking up a bit of traction. We have different guests in and um, we've got elected officials that come on the show and colleagues of ours, local business owners, community organizers, event organizers. So we have some really interesting conversations on the show, but then we reflect a little bit on our communication strategy and how we work with the local media. And we thought, well, we're not really competing with our local media. We certainly we respect and we require your help to get our messaging out. And the podcast is one tool that we use to get our messaging out. So we thought, well, what better than to invite you guys in and and hear from you about how you work with us and and what you think about the work we're doing behind the scenes with communication. I think a podcast is right in our wheelhouse. It's in your wheelhouse. (laughs) My wheelhouse, yeah. (laughs) Brian isn't quite as into podcasts, but I'm an active listener. Jay and I talked about that in a previous interview. I wouldn't normally listen to a government one, let me put it that way, though. (laughs) I think they're sort of the way of the future because uh, they offer a chance for us to communicate for a longer period of time. I, I know that says radio, the guy who gets paid in radio. Well, of but, course, <laughs> but radio is great and uh, it's a great tool. But uh, when you want to talk about a, a topic in depth for longer than a few minutes, yeah. uh, the medium doesn't allow for it as yep. much. Whereas a podcast allows people to focus in on one topic for a longer period of time uninterrupted usually. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's beneficial. I think that the town is uh, really helpful in uh, providing resources for us to to communicate to the public. Uh, The way that I find it's beneficial for me particularly is because I can read it uh, with a news person's eyes and see hopefully what people would care about Mm -hmm. that aren't interested in local politics or don't have a stake in it or don't feel like they have a stake in it and make it digestible for them. Yeah, that's great. And we certainly appreciate when we send that those news releases through to our media list. And, and we appreciate that. Uh, we hope that we're writing them in a way and positioning them in a way that makes sense for everybody. And we like to think that we are. And then we appreciate when you reach out to kind of clarify and, and to help us spread that message. Because ultimately, my role, part of my portfolio as uh, strategic communications and our communications specialist, Laura, um, she does fantastic work. And what we need to do, uh, what our focus is, is to push that message out, but then also be that two-way and, and take some message back in. So you'll see we're more and more active on social media. Um, Podcast is just one of those examples that's built into our communication strategy. So we're really starting to unfold some new ways to to engage with the community and and make it a two-way street. Um, but certainly working closely with our media is that. Brian, what do you think about podcasts? Well, they're uh, something I don't know a tremendous amount about, and it seemed initially like, wait, are they trying to do a radio show when we're Mm. doing a radio show? But it really is the municipality using their own format to get the the word out. We've always had a nice relationship between 98 The Beach and the municipality. You've been in, Mm -hmm. Laura's been in, several of the uh, employees of the town have been in uh, doing interviews on our show and and getting the word out. So I I see it as just one more way and one more medium to get the word out to things Mm -hmm. that you're trying to promote throughout the town. And and not even, mostly I would say it's more so promoting when you come to us and it's this is uh, not as much of promoting as it is just telling people, yeah. maybe keeping them up to date on what's happening. Yeah, yeah well, it's one tool in, 
in civil society is sort of to have a variety of options. But I, I sort of feel it as almost like a natural thing, almost like an evolutionary thing that as technology changes, so should be the way we communicate. It's been a long time since we've, uh, since communication and media has been around, but we municipalities in particular probably have been accused and maybe rightly of being stuck in the 20th century and we really need to catch up, I guess. It's mm-hmm. sort of what feels natural to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, you know what, and I, I listen to a couple of podcasts, but man, oh man, I like the radio. I'm a huge radio listener and, and I'm not I'm not just saying that I know you guys are going to sure. No, but and quite seriously, okay. that is, that is yeah, Bayshore Broadcasting is a source of news <clears throat> and um, for me personally, um, Twitter's my source of, that's where I get my information and I follow the different news stations and different uh, newspapers and whatever and I'm finding it on social media and I'm following up with with web things and listening to the news on my drive home yeah, it's like the follow-up you There's in the limitations of the of the medium you get a few senses and then you uh, I, I follow up and then find That's out right. more so and, you yeah. and it's all about more. expanding right with uh, mm. seven minutes or ten minutes whatever you want to do with a podcast you can really get in depth to a story that may be delivered on radio or other mediums doesn't mm-hmm. have the amount of uh, the amount of time or the amount of mm-hmm. depth that it could actually have in a podcast. Yeah, because yeah, you know what? Let's be honest. Sometimes we need to just put on some music and, and dance when we're making dinner. <laughs> Jam, out. absolutely. That's right. That's part of the reason we got into radio. I'm sure. Like you got into radio because you, I imagine, enjoyed music or at least enjoyed talking. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Let's do that. <laughs> no, let's, this, I like I like where you're taking this, Brian. Why'd you get into radio? Uh, I always loved radio, and I always loved talking, and uh, one day, a jo- this job opportunity just walked up. I was not in radio. I've been in sales and marketing for years and years, and often out of town, and uh, this opportunity, you know how they say the opportunity to your, do your dream job never just walks up to you? It did. It <laughs> yeah. literally walked up to me one day, and the guy said, come have a walk with me. I think I've got something you might like, and uh, we walked in to me being the morning host in my local town, which I've lived in for well over 40 years. So it uh, it, it was just something I always loved WKRP and uh, those sort of things. I was a consummate. I did a lot of acting, DJing, spe- giving a lot of speeches, and uh, even had a little That's TV right. show in town here that many people will remember many years ago on our local cable channel. So it was just a natural fit for me. That's so cool. Yeah, you've been involved kind of all your life. Uh, for me, I'm not local. Um, but I've, I've had family like in media uh, forever. My dad was a DJ. My uncle uh, works in radio and sales in London, and uh, it seemed like a natural fit for me because every time I was do- around them at those events or uh, working with my uncle, you know, he worked for like three hours a day. The one day where I shadowed him, and I thought, wow, working three hours a day—that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> making a lot more money than my dad. So I was like, well, this seems like the right career choice. Uh, and then it ended up being a lot of fun. So I went to TV cool. for radio, TV, and film, and uh, radio was the hmm. right fit. It just it always was. And I've been kind of uh, in love with Bruce County since I was a kid because my parents have always summered up here. So uh, nice. the move up here was natural as well. And the opportunity also presented itself like out of nowhere, and uh, it just happened to work out. And then, I, and then I had another opportunity after the first opportunity, which finally, after multiple attempts, this one I didn't really walk up to me. I had to push really hard, but I finally got into the morning But you got in. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't the first time you tried. So. No, we actually met multiple times before I got onto the show, and it just never panned out, but eventually the opportunity came knocking. They ran out of people. So we'll bring them along. We're bringing them along slowly. And, uh, <laughs> it's an interesting dynamic. Uh, one thing I was going to say is being local for as long as I have, it really lends an advantage to myself mm-hmm. because I can speak on a level 
with people, also families that have been here, maybe for generations, but definitely mm -hmm. for decades at a time. And uh, I think that really hits home for a lot of people. Yet we do have a lot of new people uh, to our area as well. So uh, mm -hmm. that uh, Travis has brings that sort of uh, experience to it. And it's a little bit of a fun dynamic with a kind of a Gen Xer, I guess, versus a millennial mm -hmm. in the studio. He means old person. Yeah, old and young person. <laughs> and we have a, not controversy over that, but we make fun with that. And we have mm -hmm. a lot of fun with that because I actually have children that are older than Travis. That's true. <laughs> That's true, yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, you talk about the past and the present. I mean, I'm kind of curious, what do you think of the future of radio or, Ooh, say, the future one. of media in Saugeen, if you can even localize it here a bit? Well, um, we talk about that a lot, actually, yeah. in, in radio as a, as a business in general. Uh, one of our radio spots promotes that because uh, many for many decades mm -hmm. for maybe hundreds of years radio was supposed to die tv was going to kill it, radio yeah, right, right yeah. and uh we actually there's a bit on the end of that commercial where we're broadcasting on the radio from jupiter you know yeah. a satellite was supposed to kill radio so the beauty of local radio is instantaneous the fact that we can report and we can talk mm -hmm. on something that's happening right then and there i can i can get a call from jessica she can say brian can you mention this on the air and it goes out right then and there the barricades come down on Highway 21 in the winter. Yep. I can say right then, somebody calls me from a kilometer down the road and goes, they just took the barricades down, Highway 21 is open. I hit a button, I crack the airwaves, and that's out there. There's, there's and that not feels a different faster. than TV. You know, you're right faster. Where TV has its place, but you got to get the camera out there. you got to somehow, I don't know, it's not quite there with the speed at which it's right. set up to it. And it definitely feels like a lag, whereas radio has an immediacy. Mm -hmm. I can provide an example of the yeah. immediacy. Um, back in the summertime, there was a fire on the same street that Brian's son, Corey, lives on. And uh, he happened to be in the area, saw the smoke, went over, took pictures, and then he called me, and we did a live report from down at the fire. And so, <laughs> so like he had called me, and like within a minute, like we had it on mm -hmm. air, and it was, and we had pictures on Facebook. We had, like we had total and complete coverage and with can, all of the information within a minute of it happening. Like and you can hear that in your car. So I know people say, well, the internet is uh, very quick as well. Yeah, not while you're driving. It's not very. <laughs> no, quick it's yet. not very convenient. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Very good. What do you think, Travis, the future of radio? I guess probably echoing exactly what Brian just... Yeah, in a way. I think that the future of radio is pretty secure. Uh, yeah. like, uh, I don't think anything is going to replace it uh, that gives you that, that local level of news coverage yeah. uh, in your car. Like It keeps you up to date in your community. Um, TV, like TV's good. Internet's good. It's just not the same yeah. as, as radio and it doesn't provide exactly the same service so I think there's always going to be a place for us yeah. and I think that is the key the per the people and the personalities that are there because you can as we always say in radio you can get your music anywhere you, yeah. you want especially these days with phones and uh, iPads and pods and whatnot but uh, so it, it, the reason we're successful I think is because we focus on local mm -hmm. it's not the songs we play or the music you hear yeah. As, as important as that is, it's the fact that when the song's over, we talk about something that you can relate cool. to, yeah. much like the the uh, podcast yeah. is doing as well. Yeah. I, hope, I hope there's always a place for us, because I think, especially oh, yeah. for me, the most important part in the news is when you find that you've directly affected someone's life in a positive way. Yeah. Um, like, we've done multiple fundraisers, appeared at events, mm -hmm. and... Like I know, maybe it well, didn't make the biggest difference in the world, but we raised more money than would have mm -hmm. been raised if we weren't involved, and that helped someone who was sick or someone who was mm -hmm. dying. 
mm-hmm. or just a cause that needed help. Yeah. And, and we were able yeah. to provide that service, and that's really yeah. Um, you guys do such really warms work. my heart. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, you guys really do do say such great work and, and certainly very credible media source. And uh, and like I said at the beginning, we love working with you and we love the opportunity to, to have interviews with you. And, and we appreciate every time you guys can help us share our stories, whether they're good or bad or whether the highway's closed or open. <laughs> so Usually um, closed. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Right now we're okay. We're still in the fall, right? Um, anyway, so that's I think that's it. I just wanted to have you guys on the show and have that conversation. I really appreciate that. So that's thanks, awesome. Thanks for sharing your uh, perspective on the podcast and the future of radio and uh, we'll, we'll keep listening. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks. it. So let's wrap it up. There is, um, we mentioned it briefly in the conversation that this was a, this, you know, this podcast is complimentary in the media landscape. It's yeah. not really, the, the purpose of the town doing this isn't to compete with No, media. no, not at all. And you know what? We won't be able to because I don't think we can play all of the cool music that we hear on the radio on the podcast. Yeah, we don't have the budget. Yes, no, that's right. <laughs> no budget. That's right. I think you have to pay for things like that. Um, and we're not selling advertising. Yeah. Anyways, we are different in many ways. But I think part of the messaging that when we chatted with those guys from the beach and, and, we talked a little bit about the communication strategy and streamlining some of our process. So on my end, uh, Laura Moscone, our communication specialist, her and I are working really hard to streamline that to make it easier for the media to to help us tell our story because they have the bigger reach. They're the media, not us. They have bigger reach, and but we both play a part in trying to be innovative in the yeah. for towards the future. Yes, we that's don't right. we don't want to sit in the twentieth century. We have the opportunity to make change better and yeah. so let's uh, maybe i'll wrap it there and say uh you know well if you have other show ideas email us at podcast at soggingshores.ca and i hope we've had a month without a show but we've had some it problems and so we're back yes. on the air let's say <laughs> we're back up because we don't have much budget that's right <laughs> thank you